Shut up. The podcast is starting. Gosh, the Maybe. There it goes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Celluloid Breakdown. That was the best one you've done. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm Joey Bonnier. Next to me is Mr. Sean Faw. Across from him, Derek Laporte. Derek. And uh, no Tim. But we're going to continue without Tim. Yeah. Registered guest offender is not here. Registered guest offender. He's on the I, I list. Know, I just went with it. It came out registered <laughs> first. So I had to go that direction. It sounds darker than yeah, it is. Yeah, it went real dark there. Jeez. Okay, so uh, we watched Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yeah. As you know from you know clicking on the podcast title. Uh, it's directed by Frank, Frank Capra. Um, let's just dive in as we do. Uh, Sean Fa, what are your first impressions? I love the Hudsucker proxy. <laughs> you know, for kids. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I was thinking this whole movie. Like, this movie is decent. There's, like, some weirdness to it. And, like, it's kind of, like, weirdly happy but super dark at the same time. But, um, yeah, mostly it's just kind of really long. And I wish I was watching the Hudsucker proxy. Okay. Derek, what's your first impression? Um, Some, some, some. Very peculiar moments in it. Yeah. yeah. Lots of peculiar moments. Um, I think that there's also some good moments in it. There's yeah. a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a few things that were kind of funny and like uh, like good. But uh, but overall, uh, not my favorite of the films that we've seen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually would agree. Not my favorite. Um I do. I did like this though. Uh, I know it did. It did have boring moments. I was. It was lagging, but it picked up momentum towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ending we'll talk about yeah. was abrupt. Oof. Yeah, quite abrupt. Could to be clear, I didn't not like it. Okay. <laughs> you did not like exactly. the ending. To be clear, okay. that okay. was that was super clear. Uh, so, so I think overall enjoyable. It's got its extremely jingoistic moments mm-hmm. and overly patriotic moments? bullshit, <laughs> which are very painful. Yeah. But it does overall, Maggot. I think, send a positive impression of the United States uh, and democracy, even mm-hmm. though it's obviously distorted and over dramatized yeah. and fucked yeah. up in weird ways. It's overall. I think a positive impression of democracy. I think if you will. I think I came up with a new term for what that montage was with mm. like the all the stuff. Uh, it's, <laughs> the it's, montage with the stuff. The, yeah, yeah, with the stuff. You know, with the when flag. We're, we're, yeah, we're showing like lots the, of jingoistic imagery. Yeah, yeah, yeah patriotic imagery. Uh, His entrance into Washington. I call it. Uh, Propagasm. <laughs> that's good. I was yeah. going to say amerigasm, yeah. but that's a good. That's yeah. pretty good. Propagasm. Yeah. Propagasm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of those propagasms. Yes. Um, I think that's okay to an extent. It just was overdone. That's all. Yeah. Um, as far as the story itself, um, Sean, do you want to kind of take us through the basic uh, summary of this thing? Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Smith 
uh, goes to Washington. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Who's right, he? So, the so yeah, the senator, some <laughs> um, senator dies. Yeah, so it's basically, yeah, we start out with, uh, we basically find out like inside of the, I don't, do you know what state we were in? I don't. You know what? That's a great question. I was going to check so, it out. I forgot. I, mean, I thought it was Kansas. So, is this one of those, like, it can be any your state sort of I don't know, things? but I know the original story is called The Gentleman from Montana. Oh, okay. So I, it doesn't seem to be Montana though in the Certainly movie. Not they talk about prairies a lot. Yeah, they do. I, I thought mm. it was maybe Kansas or Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the feeling. And I also got the feeling that it was a state close enough to Washington for like there to be a communication at that time. Right. Like, yeah. I, I realized well, the phone it's is there. But, uh, yeah, but it seems like um, radios and I guess it wasn't and... close enough for them to show up. So that's that's a different thing. Um but yeah, uh basically we're we find out that the senator has died and we are with the uh, I guess the governor and he's being uh forced by his uh political machine uh, to pick a specific candidate so that they can push through a dam that they are trying to build. Uh, there are is a fight between the populace and what this uh, machine boss wants, Mr. Uh, James Taylor, fire and rain himself. Um, <laughs> and then we basically, uh, his the mayor, or I'm sorry, the governor's kids get him to uh, look into the the head of the Boy Rangers, uh, Mr. Jefferson Smith, as uh, a possible candidate. He blows him off until he realizes that, hey, this might be the perfect solution. Bring in this dumbass. We can tell him what to do. So they bring in the dumbass and he's enamored with Washington. Uh, the dumbass is Jimmy Stewart. Uh, and he wanders around Washington kind of I take exception with that. <laughs> calling me a dumbass. Well, you know, from their perspective. Um, and basically he kind of finds himself like, oh, uh, <laughs> one of the best parts of the movie. I almost just glossed yeah. over there. But um, he is uh, uh, interviewed by some uh, some press people. Peoples. Press peoples? Press peoples. You know, the, the, is that what they're called? The, the, the presseticians. The, the, the pressologists. The, uh, the, <laughs> the, the right leaders. People with uh, the photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those weird machines. We have yep. no idea what the fuck they were. <laughs> Um, whatever that thing was, I Jesus don't know. Christ, that's a crazy, like Rube Goldblum, <laughs> one of them things. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. He communicates in grunts, people. Yes. Exactly. Hey man. We get it. If I could draw, it would be a lot better it's podcast. A, it looked like a handheld sewing machine. Yeah. Is yeah, what it looked thing. like. But either way, the press <laughs> yeah. interrogates him and he like gets, starts making some bird noises and the press like, you know, makes up some shit about him. And then he like finds out the next day and he goes around punching out press people, which is fucking <laughs> awesome. <Yeah. laughs> that moment is like, what? What am I watching? That was the most what? insane never moment. never addressed again. Never. never well, okay, there was, a, there was again. another insane moment we'll talk about later, but the way this was shot. one of two. <laughs> Uh, it, it's, shot. it's shot like he's Captain America punching Nazis. Yeah, it's nuts, and it's it's really nuts. They're it's running news. away. It's yeah, like they're a running away film. in fear. And yeah, you're right. It's not quite punch Captain America because you're right. There's a lot of shots where the journalist is like cowering behind a yeah. desk, and he's running and just kicking. It's like an Alex Jones moment or something. He's just it's like crazy. Fucking. Yes, yeah. It's it's pretty nuts. Um, but yeah, and he faces no consequences for no. punching five. Five, I counted five journalists. Yeah. Yes. And then he finally runs into the journalist bar and he's going to like punch them all out and they all kind of like sit him down and they're like, hey man, you're just kind of like a puppet and we're kind of like here to show you that. And he's like, oh damn, you're right. I am a puppet. And he goes up and talks to, uh, was it the other senator? Is it uh, the the Silver Knight? 
Yes. Uh, so he goes and talks to the Silver Knight. The Silver Knight talks him into uh, some... Uh, Payne. Basically, Senator, Senator Payne. Senator Payne. Oh, great name. Uh, he talks him into like uh, pursuing his side projects, basically to like get him off his back so he doesn't uh, ruin this whole damn situation they got going. Uh, turns out where he wants to set up his little boy ranger park is the same place they want to build the dam. Uh-oh. So we've got to slanderize and try and tear down Mr. Smith. Uh, things don't go well. Uh, hijinks ensue. He filibusters. Letters come in. He says, fuck the letters. I'm going to keep filibustering. And then he passes out. And then that like shames Senator Payne into saying, hey, it was me the whole time. Yeah. I'm the bad guy at the end. Confessing cut to the end. Yeah. yeah really yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments is that that scene where he uh, basically the guy... F- uh, he's flipping the coin and it's not even between uh, yeah. and Smith's not even a consideration mm-hmm. on the coin. So heads, heads, uh, uh, I forget the two people it was, was it? Yeah, uh, and it's, it's, it's Hopper is the one who's making the selection. That's the governor. The governor That's the yeah. governor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do I have the wrong one? Well, anyway, he's, oh, he, I kept thinking they were calling him happy. That's his nickname. Oh, that, it is that's, Happy? That is oh, okay. his nickname, yeah. Yeah, the guy Happy. Happy. <laughs> Hubert Happy Hopper. <laughs> yeah. So he can't, so so basically the guy can't make up his mind, so he decides to flip a coin. Mm-hmm. And when he flips a coin, it lands on its side. On its lean, edge. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, another WWE reference. Against, um, <laughs> against uh, a newspaper, which has one of Smith's accomplishments on yeah. it, this that's the sign, mm. you know, that basically gets him <laughs> in. Just the way he says it, guys. I'll take it. It's yeah. Good yeah. as yeah. any sign. Good exactly. as any sign. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Speaking of the the wrestling references, though, I think it's on my mind because, like, that final speech that uh, that he gives when he's in front of all of those letters, I really felt like he was, like, channeling the Hulkamaniac when he was, like, you know, beaten down. And then he just, like, starts stamping his foot and shaking you, you the ropes. And, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. He's also trying to play tired, too. He's playing tired yeah. and, like, his voice is kind of crackly exactly. and a yeah. little low, you know. In his <laughs> fucked up five o'clock shadow. Yeah. 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 And the Senate is pretty much uh, the ring in a WWE arena. Uh, yeah, USA. pretty much. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's think about some of these characters. Uh, Mr. Smith himself. Um, I liked I liked his character overall. Okay, I thought it was, actually he did have some good changes. Uh, he was innocent at first and really idealistic, and then he kind of lo- what lost he went his from innocence. Punching people to not punching people. <laughs> the punching right. people. Okay, we got to ignore the punching people character. stuff yeah. because that he should be in jail. <laughs> yes, that's not yes. at that time. It was totally cool then. What's so interesting is that you could punch someone, and it's like that's the end of the fight. Now it is if you punch someone, it elevates right immediately to. It either the becomes a step. bigger fight or it becomes a lawsuit. But exactly. yeah, there is an there's no just exclamation. There's no just, ah, you, we just had a fight. Ah, let me shake your oh, hand yeah, yeah. and, you know, good day, sir. There, yeah, right. there's no you bested me anymore. There right. is, yeah. um, but that might also be the internet culture. Like, you know, no one is going to say, oh, you're right on the internet. Now, one more thing I want to say about why he punched them. Uh, they did <laughs> they did make extremely racist stories about basically calling him a savage or like, you know, because he had this bird call, like mm-hmm. he's some Native American. They, they made some pictures with him with a tomahawk or a hatchet or something. Well, I think yeah. you, you were overly sensitive to that because of the music that well, was playing at the time. You, <laughs> that's true. They played yeah. the music. Yeah. They played 
stereotypical Native American music. What yeah. do you mean? What am I supposed? To, that's what I'm supposed to think. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what. You're yeah, supposed to think. and uh, come on, and then that's, uh, and then he's supposedly fighting the good fight and kicking the journalists' ass because they're racist and it's yellow journalism, which I get. I just think now we have a different context with the current president and <laughs> the enemy of the state and blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, to put that in a little further context, but um, I don't know, did you, you guys were kind of laughing at Jimmy, at Mr. Smith in the beginning when he made his speeches a few times. You, you were mean not, when he was like, uh, his papers were falling over and shit? Not just that. I mean, the, his train speech, you know, the one where the, the violins were playing and he was talking to Senator Payne mm. and he was basically, basically spouting mm. America is the greatest, yeah, this yeah. is, this is what I, the greatest thing in the world. Mm. For like twenty minutes. Yes. Oh to, no! Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, it's a long monologue. Yeah, yeah. This was a long movie. I apologize, but I glossed over that scene. I made a specific note to go back and talk about that scene mm. because that is one of the fucking darkest scenes in this goddamn movie. When he is talking on that train, and we find out that uh, him and his dad, uh, that Senator right. Payne and his dad yeah. worked together, and they were working on some like they didn't really get into what issue they were working on, but it was an underdog issue mm -hmm. that they were fighting for. And it ended up with his dad being shot in the back because of this fucking issue. Right. Like, they just threw that in there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was- Murdered. Yeah. Murdered. They threw murder in there. I wasn't sure if that was like a, a euphemism. No, no. His dad got shot in the fucking back. It was so crazy. Right. Yeah. So his dad, crazy. Oh, his dad was a reporter that was looking into some story or something. Yeah. And the uh, senator was a lawyer. And, and nothing in comes cahoots. out of that in the thing, no. too. Nothing like no. it's not ever Other than mentioned the again. Well, it's the shame it's at the not, end. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you That's fought with my, with my dad. You know what the fucking underdog thing is. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. It's true. It does bring some, yeah, some There is a there. gun again. Or something. Yeah, well- Because he fires a gun, doesn't he, at I the end of this movie? Yeah, what the heck is that? I'm pretty sure he was going to kill himself. Right. Uh, oh, that's, that's what I thought, was, too. Yeah, yeah. I did not think that was a gun. Too. Well, be, Oh, yeah, there was definitely a gun. He was firing it in the That was the, the gunshot? Yeah, yeah. He was firing a yeah. gun in the halls of the Senate. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that. Because yeah. we didn't see it. We you just heard it. You see the gun. He, like when really? they when they come out and tackle him, you see it in the in the air, and it, we see the or we hear the gunshot. And oh, fires. okay, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I missed it. I, I mean, unless my brain is playing tricks and like adding I, shit because I of sound so. effects, no, which happens. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I I mean, I I remember the sound, and I remember them fighting with him, and then I remember the glass thing breaking mm. on screen. So, uh, you're right. I'm sorry, the I didn't see it or whatever yeah. it was. Attempts to commit suicide by gunshot. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Because crazy. The, like couple scenes before that, he's talking to. Uh, 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 fire and rain, uh, James Taylor, and uh, he's telling him to, you know, you're either with us or you're gonna have to kill yourself. And like, you know, he chooses to kill himself. Yeah. I just why plant payoff so yeah. fast. Chekhov's, Chekhov's gun mention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was so fast. It was too fast for me. All yeah, I, I this movie is so slow, and then the yeah. things that are important are just like, it, what are they doing <laughs> with the, the editing? Cuts, all oh the my jump god, cuts are the all jump over cuts. the place. It's. <sighs> Again, I mean, you know, we're talking 39. They're yeah. still they're still figuring stuff out at this time. I mean, I mean this is bonkers. 20 years. Yeah, bonkers. 20 it's only been 20 years since, yeah, you know, since I, since the establishment of narrative cinema. I so I there's and still And only like 10 years since sound. Yeah. yeah. The the quick the the 
there are so many, and I think I could count maybe 10 shots where he just wipes away yeah. too quickly instead of letting the moment just breathe mm-hmm. is crazy. And it, all it yeah, would take like is an Star extra, Wars. it's like extra two seconds mm-hmm. when it let that moment be perfect. And then he does these monologues where they repeat the same fucking thing seven times. Totally. Yeah. He does not understand what to cut. It's really strange. Like, well, this is also a very early work of his. I know. Like, I <laughs> this, yeah. this is early for everyone, for cinema, for yeah. everyone involved. And he's, like, <laughs> I, I think he's an interesting guy in itself because I don't think he didn't go to film school technically. He's like this self-made man. Yeah. Well, that's true. But yeah. he, he wasn't a director. He just like kind of 60s, worked his way onto sets. Like, I don't think he had any sort of at all uh, well, training. I mean, first off, entertainment was never a uh, glamorous industry. I mean, when filmmakers were were just starting, this all came from vaudeville. This came from carnivals. People, you know, actors weren't glorified at the time until mm-hmm. Hollywood invented the star system. So, like the you know the idea that like you would you know, send someone to school to be a filmmaker is like sending someone to school to be a janitor. It's just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) So anyway, uh, characters. (laughs) So, so characters, there was one scene in this that kind of drove me. uh, There are several scenes that drives me nuts, but one specifically with the acting was the scene with like, uh, Clarissa Sanders when she explains it and all. Des yeah yeah uh, when they're like both drunk in the bar oh, that one. and they're planning on running away together and oh, the no. scene just keeps on that going scene. and going and they're both playing drunk yeah. the worst scene and the it's really yeah. badly acted it's horrendous and you just want this the scene to get over with and ultimately it comes down to nothing yeah like that scene could be cut Totally out of the Entirely. movie. Entirely. I was and thinking that the whole time. Yeah, because because they reiterate later that she's going to run off with him or whatever uh, on the in the next scene, like basically. So th- there's no information provided in that scene. It could just be gone, you know? I don't know what it is. I think it's just trying to circle back and circle back and circle back for people who haven't caught up, I guess. I guess people using the bathroom. I don't know. Maybe I they're, understand. you know, maybe, maybe oh, people have small scene? bladders then. No, they had small bladders back then. It's a true fact. No, I don't think it's a true fact. But uh, I mean, apparently maybe they make... had big bladders because he yeah. never took a, a or, pee the entire twenty-four he's hours. He's got to have a piss jug. There's no way. There's got to go. be a piss jug, but there's That's no what mention the canteen of it. Was for. Yeah. That's what the, the canteen for. A little thermos. The thermos? Well, well where's he getting the water to drink then? Well, the page, page boys, page no water boys. In. Page, boys. Page, page boys, yeah, bring That's me a, a whole water. other conversation. The fucking page boys, man. <laughs> yeah, that is like a weird, fucking creepy old last. That system. is still a thing, yeah, too. Yeah, very it's much still so. a thing. Yep. Which the is, Senate is a weird place. Let's yeah. just say that out, outright. Yeah, yeah. And it was weird even before 1939. I was looking at the year that uh, we were even allowed to vote for senators, and it was 1913 was, mm, was yeah. ratified. So before oh, then, it was all yeah. just appointments. Everyone was appointed by yep. governors. Yeah. What's weird too is I, I, the, the, so the page boy comes up to uh, up to him the first time, mm-hmm. and uh, and he gives him the little pin or whatever after and, he gives him the tour. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he says, "Hey, um, you know, what, what's your name or whatever?" And the kid says his name's Richard, and then he mm-hmm. goes immediately. Immediately with Dick. Yep. Not Richie. You don't go Richie first. You go Dick. 
I, I think, mean, you, well, Kim I think just this, introduced himself as Richard. I think this is before Dick was synonymous with penis. Well, no, but st- I'm st- I'm still saying still. How do you know? Like, why, why don't you call the little kid Richie? That's I. Uh, that's a safe a, bet. It's a kid. That's you a safe call him whatever. A term of endearment. He's yeah. trying to you know relate. Oh, let me cut your name down. I don't know why he tries to get these kids votes. They can't vote. Like he's crazy. They will. He'll be there long enough. Yeah, I guess so. They can't He's, vote yet, yeah. yeah they but they can there. send nine cents. Money in the bank, yeah. Yeah. literally. Yeah. Yeah. That was a weird system. I, didn't, I still don't quite system. understand that whole thing. <laughs> Sending well, five cents. <laughs> yeah, good, because it's a dumb system. I mean, actually, actually, maybe this is how we get rid of the national debt. Just kids. <laughs> Just send the kids to send the piggy bank, bank in. You don't need it. You got a roof over your head. Your mom, yeah. your mom and dad are paying for shit. Yeah. That poor kid, he was like, I shine my shoes for a week and I'm giving you my money. Exactly. I'm like, kid, dude, don't send it to the Senate. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's dumb. Oh, that's why I thought they were an estate close to DC because he made that speech and all the money letters showed up within like hours of him. They They were specifically local. No, they said this is specifically from the local area. That's well, what they said. Well, here's yeah, the deal. yeah here's, that's true. It'll take longer yeah. for the Okay, so they kept yeah. alluding so to the prairie. Kids? I guess the DC kids. No, they're not mm. DC There's kids. They were kids DC from his kids. state. No, no. They were, DC it was kids. D, it was kids from all over yeah. who were going to come to his state. So the kids from DC heard about this sooner, sooner and they sent in their nickels and dimes. And they whatnot. make a specific mention that yeah. it's local kids. I have actually a question about that montage later where they were the montage where they're cutting back and forth between Jim Taylor and his bad dudes and the kids with their <laughs> <laughs> with their get out the vote mm-hmm. campaign. The other great montage yeah. in this. Jesus Christ, that the montage. The escalating montage Jesus. that and ends then, up in attempted okay. murder. I think basically. murder. I think it's straight up murder. You okay. think you think they're so well, there's, they get, okay. let's kids let's say all over this. Hold on. Okay. So the kids are trying to get the word out that they but, need to support uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah. The, uh, then Jim Taylor and his bad dudes are trying to get the word out through their bad newspapers that Mr. Smith needs to yield. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to a bunch of shots where the kids are out about, you know, putting the newspapers around. And then we all of a sudden cut to a shot where the kids are driving in a car. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's just yep. break that yep. down for a second. They look like they're like 12 years old. Right. First off, it's a rural area. Secondly, it's uh, 1939. All right, fine. Whatever, Sean. (laughs) But there's five or four of them, whatever, in a car, laughing their asses off. This one's like 10. And then all of a sudden, when we see next to them, a truck, and I guess there's just two of the bad dudes in there. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he cuts them off to the right and (laughs) and basically crashes himself into the divider, into the K-rail or whatever on the side Mm -hmm. of the road. And the kids are completely cut off. So they must have hit, crunched, you know, whatever, as fast as they were going immediately head on. Um, And then we think, and I think they're all dead. We yeah. have to assume that. Yeah. I mean, they were in an open bad. top convertible it, fucking jalopy. Like, I think you just get dead. hurt. But <laughs> now the know. thing is, they cut immediately to the girl Clarissa, and she goes on the phone. She goes, "Oh, what? A bunch of kids were hurt." Yeah. and we're like, "Oh, I see what you did." Everyone. Yeah. Couldn't have them kid, dead kids. So just, die. I assume that's implied. Like from but the, how you do from the that? physics of what was going on there, them kids are dead. They're dead. It's so Those like, kids are dead. They're dead. There's me, no way you can survive that. Yeah. Their, their yeah, heads are gone. in the laps yeah. of the bad dudes. Like, this is a dark fucking movie it's under insane. all the bright lighting it's and fucking- It's insanely dark. Oh it's my insane. God. I don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's like, pecu- it's so peculiar that the, like, I can't even imagine people watching this at the time it came out in 39. Like, mm-hmm. like 
what did they did they gloss over this stuff? I don't know. They, I was shocked like, at that moment. Oh yeah, it just goes to the back of your head. This Forget movie about it. feels like Cat Stevens' Another Saturday Night. It's like super light and happy if you don't really pay attention. Okay, so but if you actually listen to the lyrics, it's super fucking depressing. Or like the Pina Colada song. Kind of. Well, Pina mm. Colada song is just kind of creepy. Yeah, she's cheating on her husband. With her husband. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot the twist. <laughs> yeah. they're, right. che- they're cheating on each other. Okay, that's not cheating that bad. With each other. I forgot. It's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. dumb. That's a bad yeah. example. <laughs> Actually, yeah. kind of a sweet song. Okay, but, yeah, it's um, them, them, yeah, discovering each other. So again. you guys were talking about where the state is. I think it's mm. the prairie because of the one song I noticed was the Red River Valley, mm. and Red River is the river separating Texas from Oklahoma. Oh, right. Now. So okay. I thought Oklahoma they, makes sense. Oklahoma, maybe, or Kansas, maybe. Yeah, because it feels it was like all of that. Kind of that kind of thing. But you know, the thing is, Senator Payne didn't seem very Southern. True. You know, he no. was kind of Midwestern, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Almost dapper northeastern, like very much so. So, but it was weird because from the same state as the guy they're calling a yokel, you yeah, know? exactly. So I didn't quite get that. So that maybe is a state with a with a big city. Yeah, I think it is a, just supposed to be your every state. Yeah, like this I, is this has happened. And that's in a your reason. Hometown. Maybe he just didn't want you know that kind of loyalty to be involved. And I think that's smart by Capra, you know, to keep it. It's almost the same reason why then in, in, in Simpsons they don't tell you where Springfield is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of just gives you that overall America vibe. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a good call. Okay. Um, anything else about characters, the story? I think it's also interesting to say, I think um, this was not, uh, supposedly Joseph Kennedy, uh, John F. Kennedy's ha- dad, very mm. famous guy, obviously, kingmaker and all that, was the ambassador to the UK at the time. Mm. And he didn't want, he said this should not be shown in Europe mm-hmm. because it was mm. basically an embarrassment for the country and it showed the country in a bad light. And remember, this is 1939. Well, he's James Taylor. In some ways, yes, yeah. absolutely, um, for sure. Uh, but also, he's trying to win a war right now, and they're trying to win a war, a wars of hearts and minds in the UK and France. Right? This is thirty nine still, so they're still thinking maybe th- the war hadn't started yet. Though just started in September of thirty nine, really. When well, it's kind so of I mean, earlier. Like by the time this movie is like when you're writing and producing this movie, like. But the thing is, it's building up. You know, uh, Hitler invaded uh, Sudetenland and Czechoslovakia and Austria. When so, was it clear that shit was going down? Clear, I would say you're right. September 39 when he invaded Poland. Okay. But I think honestly a little earlier if you're being if most people realize when he uh, annexed yeah. Czechoslovakia. Okay. After the Munich agreement. When uh, was that? I believe that's again 39 maybe earlier. Let me just quickly check that. What do you do you think 38? that like Sorry. obviously we're just completely speculating. September 38. Here. September of 38. That was when basically he uh, that that was the biggest. Um, sorry, what's the? I can't believe appeasement when okay. um, Chamberlain went over it and the Munich Agreement and basically said you can take Czechoslovakia. So, do you think this movie is part of U.S. propaganda? Do you think this movie? Well, is, it, mean, okay, no, indirectly. I think Capra is a certain person. He's he's he was in the army. Yeah, twice he was in the army in World War One and Two. Yes, but. Two would have been after this because yeah, yeah. he joined in 41, but still. I mean, he was an immigrant who really learned to he? love this country. Um, How old would he have been in World War II? 
Let me see if I can look. He was away. older. He, he was, was a filmmaker. Born. Remember, he was making. That's what we're saying. Yeah. He made this fucking movie, and then he, he went to World War Two. Well, he was didn't go as a soldier. He so went he was as a born filmmaker. born in eighteen. Oh, okay. He fought in World War One. I. I got you. He fought in World War One. He was a, like a a private in World War One or whatever. Right, right. I, I thought when he said he just joined up for World War Two, uh, I assumed it meant as a soldier. But well, as a as filmmaker, a, yeah. that makes a lot more if sense. If you're curious, you can see Five Came Back. Yeah, that's right. Great documentaries. I think it's miniseries actually, but I love them. I think they're. And it's not just him. There, you know, there's John Houston and uh, who's the other ones? Wyler. Yeah, he he received a commission as a major in mm. the army during World War II. Right, on. but that's specifically to make propaganda. Oh, of course. Yes. Good propaganda. Which he was Sean. already good at. Which he was already good at because of this. But ironically, they some people consider this anti-American. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, so, it and, makes the and, Senate look like a bunch of idiots. Communism or pro-communist or whatever, which was. Always, you know, the I mean, the thing, Red Scare was a time. whole thing at that yeah. time anyway. But. Anything taking America down seems communist in that time, probably. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, certainly. Yeah. That's the suspicion, at least. But now this is just fucking status quo fake news. Like This is a little bit over the top. This is something Clint Eastwood would make today. <laughs> this is like one American the, sniper stuff. You know, one of the interesting things, too, that, that I read about it. So uh, this film was, of course, banned in Germany Italy, uh, Hitler's Germany, Mussolini's Italy, Franco's Spain. Now, that's odd, because you would think USSR. they would think this makes them look dumb. Uh, no, it, it looks nice. Jimmy Stewart's the hero. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I mean, like, I don't, the, 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 I don't everyone, think those you know, guys... Democracy get, wins in the end. Joe Kennedy had a point and fucking, you know, like... I, yeah, you're right. They both had kind of points. It, yeah. makes, it makes the Senate look bad, but overall it makes American democracy look like it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I guess after, uh, so when Germany occupied France in 1942, some theaters were cho- choosing to show this uh, film as the last movie before the ban went in effect. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was one theater that screened the film nonstop for 30 days after the ban was announced. <laughs> so, as a fuck you. As a, yeah, basically. That's pretty cool. Kind of a filibuster, filmibuster, <laughs> if you will. Ah, oh, Derek, he wins that episode. Fruit. Yeah. Yeah, can we title it Filmabuster? Filmabuster? No. no, we title it the title, right? So you yeah, break down Filmabuster. Check us out on Twitter. Yeah. Got good, got good. Let me just ask you, yeah. did you think Jimmy Stewart had good chemistry with Clarissa? Then let's find Clarissa's name. Did you like Clarissa? Um, The love interest. Eh, she was she was all right. And it's Gene, Gene, Gene Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. He obviously had more charisma with uh, Samantha. What's her name? Uh, what's the the one he was set up with? The one he kept dropping his hat Susan? over. Susan, Susan, same difference. Yeah, he didn't well, I mean, it was hard no, to no. see. <laughs> it's hard to see either. because because of, of that hat, hat focus. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole scene where like the camera stays on the hat while he's talking to her. It's really odd. They're inventing filmmaking. <laughs> he was yeah. like, yeah. really odd. He was like, let's try this let's shit. Get, <laughs> let's get coverage of that, guys. Let's do. It's let's, not coverage. It's just a no. Fucking, that's what I'm saying. Let's get some coverage in case this doesn't work when we get to the. I, you know what I thought? Yes. I thought that maybe they were like, okay, the sound sucked on the other shots. We have to use the hat shot or something. And we're going to, I don't know. Something I don't better. think it's a El Mariachi fucking fix it in no. post thing. I think <laughs> it was just no. his stupid being. It's yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. That it's seemed like, like a very specific choice. Frank Capra's was. like, the hat is the most important thing in this scene. Yeah. Because, I mean, it kept so coming back. Important. Like, every time he talked to that girl, he, he'd like fumble with his hat. Focus like, on the hat. We get it. We get yeah. it. When he's in nervous, he fumbles his hat. It's, yeah. uh, it's like the wall, symbolism for dummies. Uh, I liked, by the way, Jean Arthur. I thought she was really good. I thought she was just- That was Clarissa Explains It All? Yeah. Clarissa I thought she was fantastic. 
fantastic. I really did. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that, um, that style of character there that like fast talking sort of like in charge sort of thing. She obviously there were there were some stereotypical moments, of course. It's not well, yeah, it still doesn't yeah. even pass the Bechtel test. But. Yeah, of course not. Um, but it's still there was a lot of, you know, her explaining, you know, a lot of woman explaining, which was kind of yeah. nice. Nice to see in this early period, if you will. And well, she you, did a good job. She was she was the brains behind it all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She was the one that was familiar with the interworkings of Washington, and he was the dumb fool that needed to know all the information. And her but voice is credit. interesting too. Like her yeah. voice is super interesting. But it's, it's, I, I'm like, I'm like, is that from smoking so much cigarettes? Is that what does that? that. Because I'm, I'm thinking like based upon her age and everything and the, the kind of like, but it's, it's really nice. It's right. You don't hear that much. It's affectation as well. It's like a status sort of thing. Because, and also too, because when she, uh, she did like a, a voice, remember she did a fake voice Mm. in this at one, in one scene where she acted like she was, uh, I think she was acting like Susan, right? She does this thing where like she acts as her and then she softens her voice oh, like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. and then it's totally like, yeah. okay, you could just totally do that in the whole movie yeah. and, and <laughs> that would be your voice. Um, but yeah, she's she's pretty good. And uh of course Jimmy Stewart, you know, what can we say? He's the man. Yeah, He's I like him. Jimmy Stewart. I, I don't think actually this was as good of a performance no, as no, Harvey. I know not. that sounds crazy. No, no, no I like this right. better than Harvey. It's but like 20 years earlier and there wasn't a six-month play that ran before it. Oh, uh, like, you're right. Harvey's yeah. the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, Jimmy Stewart went to war in World War II. Like, mm. really went to war. Like, oh, really? I think he was a pilot. I think he, like, actually... Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he saw some serious action or something. I'm pretty sure. Mm. Uh, so, I think it might have changed him a little bit. I, I, I would assume it changes everyone. Of course it does. Yeah. But uh, I just think he re- he was kind of not your average celebrity in the war. Let me go- double check that. Mm. I'm pretty sure he flew, like, a lot of flights over in Europe. Let me just check that. He wasn't, like, a uh, Elvis black belt? No, not that kind of thing. Uh, one of the other things while you're checking that one of the other things that I thought was weird was there's credit there's a narrator credited on this narrated by Colin James McKay I don't remember any narration in this I do movie not recall do you narration. remember any narration in this movie Joey no yeah there's like not none me. so can't think of any I guess maybe they cut that but then still gave the guy the credit I don't it's possible it's strange. Even in his contract. There's also like three different running times that I see. There's 125, <laughs> 126, and 130 Wait, minutes. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. We got the extended cut? We got the, yeah, we got the 130, I guess. We got the longest one. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I wonder, like, I can't imagine shorter in this movie being better. Shorter in some places, but longer in others would be good. But... <laughs> Are you sure it's 130 minutes? Yeah, it says 130. Okay, yeah. So that I would be two hour hours and, and 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. 130 minutes and then the other one, like, just... The, the, all of them are a little over two hours. Yeah, yeah. By just a, just a, you know... And this movie is probably a good 45 minutes too long. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they could probably get to the filibuster quicker. Mm. And then uh, and then stay a little after, you know, the the, the end so that... We have a little bit more of a resolution to some of this stuff. Yeah. Another movie this reminded me a lot of was uh, The Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy. He was going to put the con in Congress. Uh, hmm. 
guess are you familiar? <laughs> I have not no. seen that. I really want to see yeah. it now. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. Uh, basically, a, a like similar story where a congressman dies and uh, Eddie Murphy realizes that he has like uh, a very similar name to the guy that just died. So he puts himself on the ballot and everyone just kind of votes for him out of <laughs> habit. And so he's running around Congress. That's cool. That's yeah. really good, yeah. It was when Eddie Murphy was good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There was a good period there. Yeah, there was, the yeah. Coming to America, yeah. uh, you know, the yeah. golden child. We call it the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he did fly, basically fly flights over Europe. I was right. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's cool. He did. Uh, he was, he was like, like what a, kind of planes? Uh, it looks like B-24s. So he was bombing the shit out of shit? Yeah. Damn. So if we were going to cast it today, who would you put in? Who hmm. would I put in? So... I, man, for Jimmy Stewart again, always a hard it's one. it's always hard because yeah. who can who can really play that role? You need to be a doofus with gravitas. Yeah, yeah. my, my only tough. thought is Tom Hanks. Ah, you're right. Tom Hanks is always good, but I mean, he's a yeah. little old for this role at this point, but he could pull it off. I yeah. think uh, Liam Hems, Hemsworth. <laughs> uh, he's got the youth, but not the gravitas. Yeah, no, yeah. no. We just leave the gravitas out. Yeah. <laughs> leave your gravitas at the yeah, door. Yeah, <laughs> leave your gravitas at the door. Liam Hemsworth trying to do like a country bumpkin accents enough. Mm. That'd be good. We don't have many young male actors with gravitas. No, that's. I mean, kind we have of good looking. Yeah, like, we have good looking action stars. Yeah, yeah. Or we have Ryan Gosling, Ugh. who's just doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah. We think stand it's there and I'll light you well. Uh, maybe maybe nope. some musician that wants to like switch over, you know. Since we got Lady Gaga coming right. into the acting <laughs> thing, think of some maybe musician. Uh, John Legend. Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines? Yeah. Hmm. Chris Gaines. Garth Brooks. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> might be still a little old for that. No, but when he's John Chris Legend Gaines, he well. dyes his hair. I like my John Legend pick. I think that That's stands out. think John Legend's way too yeah. old. Hmm. In his 40s. Yeah, he could yeah. like so instead of the filibuster, he just busts out with a song at some point. Yeah, like mm. uh, suddenly, you know, actually, there's the the his table is actually an old Ooh, piano. That's great. You know, that's a great way to do your filibuster. Mm. That's a great way to do your filibuster. Yeah. A page boy brings him a guitar. If I could sing, I would go ahead and do it now, but I can't sing. <laughs> Otherwise, I could, I could, I because I could imagine just what he would it sing. Would be smooth. You know? It would be real smooth. Yeah. It would be gorgeous. Okay. Can you think of anyone for Clarissa? Mm. Vanessa <laughs> Hudgens. No idea who that is. How about Brie Larson? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brie man. Brie Larson? You waited for me to take a drink when you I was waiting Jeez. for your reaction. It just happened wow. to be you took a sip. Yeah, that was, uh, No. <laughs> no, 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 Brie Larson. So Brie Larson. Uh, she has all the emotion of a cactus. Uh oh, <laughs> got a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> sweat, sweat coming off. Yeah, yeah. no, Academy yeah, Award winner. Captain Marvel was just horrible. I mean, she was just miscast. She's she's a fine actress, but uh, she didn't belong there. Fair enough. I didn't say it. So I uh, believe you though. But uh, do you, really, is Brie Larson? Uh, oh, I just thought for that possibly. Nathan's possible. I was just throwing out a name. Amy He's, Adams. Yeah. I was thinking like a Reese Witherspoon or like a uh, We always go we all go we always go Reese Witherspoon, Amy Adams for do everything. We, oh, yeah, we kinda, kinda do. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the and default. And they're both probably too old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> 
because we don't know any kids. That's, that's true. We don't know. Yeah. We, we got to get more. We've got to follow more like YouTube stars because we got to oh, th- start true. throwing YouTube yeah, those stars are into the this fucking thing. Stars of today, what, about, what about this Lori Laughlin's kids? One of those. Yeah, yeah. One of them. One of those. They're not, they, going, they're to not going to college. Yeah, they got any more. So, <laughs> they <yeah>. got time. <laughs> uh, it's all a scam anyway. Uh, the uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we do have to cast the uh, the big boss though, uh, Mr. James Taylor himself. Uh, yeah, James Taylor. Um, I was gonna say John Goodman, maybe. Yeah, Goodman's always a good choice for that power character. Yeah. Um, I think um, uh, Stephen Root uh, can turn it up. Um, I like him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He he plays like both ends of the scale really well. Yeah. The uh, uh, yeah high power and fucking meek Milton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris Farley for Diz. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no. Bring him back. Yeah. We bring him back to be Diz. Mean big pussy. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in the. St- <laughs> no, no. Who was the fucking guy from uh, from Major League? The uh, give him the heater. Um, oh, I love that guy. He's the, the manager. I don't know his name. Yeah. What a what a voice. <laughs> give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> God, yeah. he was good. I mean, you got to smoke for a long time oh, and oh, yeah. commit yeah. to a long time of bacon and eggs for breakfast every day That's to get cha- that voice. Chain smoking and inhaling cigars from like 12 years old. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. a special yeah. commitment. Who, who's going to play uh, Baby Dumpling? Yes, that what is What the fuck a... was Baby Dumpling? We saw that in the opening credits. Did we figure out what that baby was? Dumpling. I so, assume that was like going to be a baby in the so, thing. But... Yeah, that's what I thought too. So apparently that's one of the kids. Oh, let's talk about the kids. It's the Hopper Boys. Right on. Right, right is on. the name of the... And that so makes it's sense. Billy was Watts. that the kid missing the tooth? Uh... <laughs> I think so, right? That was like kind yeah, because yeah, they were in the yeah. thing there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it looks like four of them may actually be relatives because we got <laughs> Billy Watson, Delmar Watson, Harry Watson, and Gary Watson. Right on. Uh, and then we got Baby Dumpling and John Russell. Uh, and they're all, yeah. Baby Dumpling is also Larry Sims. So I guess mm. that must be the real name. But right stage name, Baby Dumpling, yeah, because yeah. you won't forget that, you know? Dude's been in a lot of movies as child actor Larry Sims. Really? As yeah. Larry Sims yeah. or as Baby Dumpling? As, as Larry Sims. Oh, okay. no, as Baby Dumpling. As yeah, yeah. And credited as another Alexander Burp. Burmstead? I mean, once you got, you know, once so you. So he's just changing his name there. Yeah, okay. just keep changing the name. Just Probably keep, for tax purposes. Keep changing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he he was in movies from 1937 all the way to 1951. So yeah. basically had a child's career. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, all those young people were the only ones who were not born. Like I said, were not born in the 1800s. Totally. Almost everybody else in Congress in this movie, to think about it, yeah. were actually born in the 1800s. Oh my God, listen to this. Okay. He retired from show business to join the Navy, mm. then studied aeronautical engineering at California Polytech, Holy then cow. worked at JPL, <laughs> and then became an engineer. Wow. That's and, incredible. Uh, he lives in, lived in Thailand until he died in 2009. Way to go, wow. baby dumpling. What an amazing baby life. dumpling, what a life. <laughs> baby dumpling. You start as a baby He's dumpling, you end up as an engineer that's in Thailand. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Baby that's, dumpling. That's the life arc. Mm. Congratulations. Incredible. You too can be a baby dumpling. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we moving on to? I believe you? it's sound okay. time. Okay. Um, so... The score was was pretty good. Uh, Dimitri Tiomkin did the score. 
Uh, I thought there was some great little just references. Yankee Doodle in the Overture, for he's a jolly good fellow, Old Lang Zong. What was up with that? Old Lang Zong. For me, that or as far as I'm aware, that is only to be used on New Year's Eve when the ball drops at midnight. Never, ever, ever, ever other than that. Yeah. What was going on there? Well, I don't think it was originally there. You know, it, oh, really? it was, it's originally a poem. Let's see. Um, written by Robert Burns in 1788, and it was set to a traditional folk tune. Uh, da, 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 yeah, New Year's Eve, obviously. But I don't think it was always that. You could say it, it was kind of just for- Just a random celebratory song? Yeah, I think it was just we're friends, we're in celebrating. That's mm. all. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyways, a good little reference. I like them. Um, let's see what else was there. Uh, there were some great little strings um, that they used for non-diegetic music for some of these happier moments, especially when they went really, really heavy. Um, that was too much. So they used they used the non-diegetic stuff a little bit too heavy. Especially, you know, I think just to overly, uh, you know, hammer home the emotional moments. What else could I say about this? Uh, what about the uh, the the scene with the the paper fighting shenanigans? The paper fighting? Yeah. So they have the uh, the boys with their paper going on with the montage with the old dudes and their paper going on. Contrasting back and forth. Yeah, I had that. I thought that was good. Um, it was a basic motif between the two of them. One was major, one was minor. You know, was that really the only difference? It well, seemed like no, different the, songs. Oh, no, when they, they were, were different going back songs. And forth. Oh, totally. No, okay. they were different songs back and forth, but they blended well together yeah, when exactly. you kind of cut between them. Um, there was a, what did I get there? There was a motif there. I forgot. Oh yeah. It was my darling Clementine. Okay. So they used the, my darling Clementine for with the kids, mm. you know, I just for one moment, I guess that's part of the, there's a lot of folk music themes for the kids. Just Is that to give a motif you this. If it's only used once. Uh, maybe not, but I think because it's in use, maybe I'm just saying it. It's a, whatever. Yeah. Because it's, it's a, a theme song. It's the theme we all know. Yeah. Um, I, I like I like the way they cut off the music sometimes. Like mm. when uh, this was extremely abrupt, when the the kids were uh, when they were starting to get sprayed by the, the, the hoses, <laughs> like it was some beautiful music, and all of a sudden <laughs> cut off completely with yeah. the hoses, which yeah. really sold that scary moment. But again, it gave me the bends. It was the same thing with the kids with their accent. It was just mm. a very nice, happy moment. Oh, the kids are coming out and fighting the good fight, and they're trying to get the word out about Mr. Smith, and then oh, they're dead. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just too much of a dynamic contrast for me, volume-wise with the music and tone-wise with what was going on. Mm. Um, I loved the last scene, though. I thought when he got the telegrams and he was shuffling his hands through the papers and he feeling them, that was a really great moment because it just used silence so well. I think that's another great thing about the sound of this movie is the way they use silence. Um to show the you know the loneliness of himself in the Senate, whether he's the only senator there in the chamber, or whether he's just by you know just to, to dramatize any certain line that he says, that's one of the things I wish there was more of. I wish there was more of those pregnant pauses at the end of these these shots, just to let them play out. Um, and when they did have them, it was so nice, and it would and it took it seriously. Um, if there was just a few more cuts, and they took away some of the most dramatically over you know sensitive you know. Uh, heavy-handed moments, this would actually have been a fantastic movie with really a great message. But it's just too much. It's just overwhelmingly jingoistic. And the music really kind of fucks with me because <laughs> it's just yeah. too much of this non-diegetic strings pulling at my heartstrings. And I didn't like it. And uh, and if you took away some of that, it would be more raw and more realistic and more of a story about 
one man overcoming than just the glory of America. So I think um, that kind of bugged me. And the sound really could have been a little bit more, I guess, personal. So it could have represented more about um, Mr. Smith than about overall what we're viewing in this movie. Anyways, um, yeah, that's about it. He also punched five journalists. Did I say that already? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other five. thing too is even even by the end of this film, uh, the only way that the resolution happens is for that guy to basically say, "I did it all." Mm. If that Running had not happened, it's like a Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, if that had, yeah, there would be no real resolution to that. Like the system did not actually no. help things at all. Instead, it was. No. One person's kind of humanity. Relying on the kindness of strangers. Exactly. And so so she says how fragile the system still, is. Yeah, it's still basically saying that the system doesn't really work, that it's necessary for people to like to be decent. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if people really are. So. Not anymore, no. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even know if they really were as people much are, then, then. It's either. just people aren't Decent people aren't the ones who are in positions yeah. of power. Well, I think and, the internet has made us much more aware of how indecent most people actually are. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is there's never... It's, it's odd to me because I would think that they, there would be some mention made in this of them saying, okay, well, we'll just pay this guy off. Like, nobody considers paying off the Jimmy Stewart character, yeah, Mr. Smith. They offer him anything he wants, any job he wants in the state. If you want to be a senator for the rest the of your years, life, yeah, they you want to be, yeah, they Again, offer to set him up. I'm, I'm not hearing though, like, I'm not hearing oh, here's money offerings, money. like coming across the table, which I feel like that would be something that would happen. And those are the kinds of things that got those people to make those kinds of decisions. They don't so why get, don't we send him, hmm. see him confronted with that directly? I you don't know, know what I mean? if they really do get cash bribes well they obviously do i'm sure in some ways but well at least i don't this think thing they did i think it's rare i don't think, I think, so. I I don't think it's think... rare it's it, especially now it is it's very rare because it's just too obvious it's just you can um you do it other ways you yeah, just... yeah there's too many ways to move and hide money like they, i don't even in this i don't i never got the impression that anyone was walking into the silver knight's office and handing him piles of cash oh no no, no. i don't mean like that i mean like obviously they had some financial dealings into this business thing they were going to profit from that dam they were going to make a whole lot of money yeah uh and, and I, i'm cutting him into that I, I definitely feel like that was the right. the that's offer the, that, that that's james the offer taylor that was making when he was like okay. when when he walks in that or when he's sitting in the chair and he's surrounded by all of the fucking machine cronies and James mm -hmm. Taylor comes in and he's like hovering over him and he's like telling him what's what and then Jimmy Stewart kind of gets some balls and he like stands up and, and says you lie basically yeah yeah so if he was telling the truth then would that make it different oh if he believed that he, he would actually get the money he would actually get all the money because his only defense is you lie yeah I mean it's yeah, it's not very honorable. It's not. It's super super possible, honorable of a um, but I, I mean, nothing in this movie gives us any indication that Jimmy Stewart's character is anything but virtuous. Correct. So yeah. you know, especially with like the weird ass fucking dark story about his father being shot in the back, um, you know, that whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah the, I mean, to me, that's the the weird backstory that, that drives that. The, <laughs> and I thought that would be kind of, even though it would be even more dark that is the resolution to the film that 
probably would have, you know, that is something that happens mm. to him at the end. Oh, then if he got shot in the back? If he or, got shot in the back, you yeah. know, we got, it's That'd a little be more like on the, the nose. Spike Lee version or it like probably the would fucking, be, yeah. yeah uh, it, would be, it would go perhaps too dark and then they couldn't bill this thing as a comedy, which they bill it as. Yeah, um, see, I, I think the, the film cyclical resolution to this would have been something to do with the fucking pigeons that never came back that's in the true. movie. That's true. There were no pigeons. If he had sent You're the right. letters right. with the pigeons yep. or something that, and yep. like that. So would, many it, on loose those, ends. Yeah. Though, like if those pigeons had gotten to any newspaper in the state, like I think yeah. that would have been a better resolution than the weird, right. the end that we I had. even <laughs> forgot about the pigeons, the, but the movie, the people writing this thing, the people directing it forgot about the fucking pigeons. Yeah. So can we talk about another horrible, uh, weird movie? Well, yeah. not pigeons, but another <laughs> pigeons are cool. Uh, how about the the only people of color in this movie? Mm. Three yeah. black people, three black guys holding um, their their bags. One was holding a lobster in the restaurant. No, they were holding the pigeons. One was holding the pigeons. No, right. Yeah, oh, I'm saying there's, there was one more. Oh, there sorry. was, was yes. another, another. Also, server. there was a there was a little boy. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, in, uh, in the, in working the, in the paper shop. Working in the paper shop. Uh, yep. yeah. More He's, prominently featured than any of yeah. any of the other oh, okay. characters in it. So, uh, he remember, he falls asleep on top of the newspaper. Wow. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't like so that, that scene where they had the three, uh, you know, bellboys, you know, just j- dumping the stuff and playing it for laughs. So, it's like, yeah. uh, the only people of color here, I just... Jokes right. to us. It right. was pretty fucked up. It was up. definitely that weird vaudevillian, like um, quasi blackface style. Look at the camera, break yeah. the fourth wall kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> sorry to bring us down. Yeah. No, but I yeah. think that's the thing about this Capra movie is there's a lot of little moments of great beauty and there's really some dark weird moments and mm-hmm. there's some moments of levity and some moments of astuteness you know uh, just to give you another a couple of random g- quotes like he says a hundred years from now no one will know the difference mm-hmm. i thought that was interesting just mm-hmm. to that idea that the most cynical among us won't care about the future that that was said yeah. by senator Payne. yeah uh mr smith says to clarissa for a woman, you've done awfully well. <laughs> for a woman, you've done awfully well. For, for yeah. our hero, that's, that's what our hero that's says. That's what our hero says to his love interest, mm-hmm. to the girl he's basically going to get, end up with after the the end in this movie. But I mean, for 1939, she was a fairly accomplished woman. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, the, the, the I think that's fair to true, say. But, but kind of, she had just done well for herself in general because, mm-hmm. I mean, she was the smartest person it seems in like the movie. in the whole movie. Yeah. So, except for possibly the vice president who says like two words, he just smiles. <laughs> yeah, but he smiles. He's coyly. a smiling guy. <laughs> yeah, he's smiling. He's great at smiling. Yeah, he guy. gives you a smile that says he he's knows like, more than he's saying. He's like, oh yeah, these all these states are corrupt. I know <laughs> it's cool. I don't care. By the way, I looked up that guy. Guess what his name is? Harry Carey. Harry the, Carey. The Harry vice Carey. president? <laughs> yeah, the vice president. Wow. And he was a silent film star, of course. That's oh, why he's so he's good at very, smiling. Yeah. Wow. He nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. For this movie? For this goddamn movie. Oh, wow. That's crazy. fascinating. It is crazy considering he says like three words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. He's good. He's good. <laughs> he's got the face acting. <laughs> to write three words, you know? 
Yeah. Those those three words, you could fill the sense in it. Pretty much. There's two interesting facts that I saw. So one of them is that, okay, so Boy Scouts are all through this thing, but they're Boy Rangers yeah, yeah. because the Boy Scouts of America refused to allow their name to be used in the film. Thought about uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another thing, too, is apparently this was initially going to be a sequel uh, to Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. Oh. Star- so it was going to have Gary Cooper in the lead. Now, that would be a, that would be <laughs> totally different performance. Well, I've I'm going to meet you all the time. I'm going to kill you. Do what? what? I've only seen the Adam Sandler the Mr. version. Yeah. That Mr. Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just think about Gary Cooper as the high noon guy. Mm. Isn't he the yeah. dude who's just wants yeah. to kill you and shoot you? Yep. He's a badass. He okay. Um, Could Adam Sandler do this role? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm, sure. Yeah, I maybe, think so. Why maybe. not? He did punch Trunk Love. Yeah, he's, he's not he a- He could do it. He's not horrible. No, he could do it. I, he just needs to not have any other creative input. He just needs to be an actor in it. Because if he has point. any other creative yeah. input at all, it's going go to end turn. up garbage and we're going to have, you know- you're going to have Rob Schneider in yeah. the background of the thing. <laughs> Rob Schneider Rob is Schneider. the senator. And he's about to find out that being in the Senate <laughs> is tougher than it looks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sean, do you have any uh, visual stuff you want to discuss? Um, yeah. I mean, this movie, I don't know. Like, there's a couple of, like, random good shots sprinkled in, but most of it is pretty bland and very stagey. Um, and there's a lot of weird jump cuts where we go from like a, a, a wide to a slightly less wide. And then we yeah, kind of stay geez. there and then we don't really have any coverage. Um, there's a couple of good shots though. Like when, uh, towards the end, when, uh, uh, Mr. Smith confronts the, uh, the silver Knight, and we have this like somewhat low angle shot of, uh, Mr. Smith looking over him. And then we can see all the people in the peanut gallery above Mr. Smith. It's just kind of like a really like nice shot that shows us like the entire world and is kind of well sculpted. But I mean, as far as everything else is concerned, this is like very sitcom-y. Like everything is kind of like very front facing. Even the coverage is like mostly in profile. We don't get a whole lot of like over the shoulder unless it's like a really specific reason or just a really well-framed random shot that's kind of placed. Um, But yeah, other than that, there's like, not really a whole lot that's noteworthy cinematographically wise. Oh, other than her fucking uh uh the the blurry ass close-ups that they do of uh Miss Clarissa explains it all uh when the, the Vaseline is like three inches thick on the lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and Jeez, you mentioned we already mentioned shots. the edits and the wipes. I think the edits are just too quick. Yeah. Um yeah. start wipes and shit. Did you what did you guys think of just the look of the Senate? Smaller than I thought. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was all faked. It was all yeah. it was a big set. Yeah, you yeah, know, it feels like stage play. It feels like, um, you know, not to scale. It doesn't have mm-hmm. the gravitas that, like, a uh, you know, anything that is actually shot in the Senate has. I actually thought it was pretty good, to be honest. Really, um, I thought it felt it, more like a courtroom than the Senate to me. But I think that's what it looked like. I, I mean, it didn't look, and the layout looked pretty goddamn similar to what it looks like today, as far as the layout. But it, it just looked very more, oh, more shit. like white and marble. No, you're right. I'm thinking of the house. That, yeah, the house yeah. is way, way, way yeah. bigger. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but I think that's another thing, too, is they kind of forgot about the oh, president. Oh, wait, no, they were missing a couple, right? Hawaii was in the state yet. That's no, true. And, yeah. and Alaska. Yeah, Alaska, too. Um, yeah, yeah, how many stars were on that flag? 48. I, don't, I didn't even, like, 
register. Well, you're not going to count. <laughs> well, I mean, the pattern changes. Yeah, like. I guess a little bit. Um, <laughs> what else was I going to say? I think that um, they didn't really focus on the president in the house. I, we didn't kind of get, I would have been nice to kind of see a mention of the president or see, I don't know. It just felt like it was like the Senate was the whole government. The movie wasn't fucking long enough for you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good point. <laughs> I stand corrected. You want a three-part trilogy? In <laughs> All right, let's see other stuff I can bitch about. Um, starting the Senate with a prayer. That was weird. Notice how they started every Senate just meeting or, whatever, or a session with a prayer. Mm -hmm. a you thought that was weird? I thought it was weird that nobody said amen after the end of the prayer. That's, that's, that's weird. That was weird, too. That was really weird. Yeah. It's like, hmm, that's strange. No can't, can't the guy get an amen? Come on. <laughs> can, can a guy get an amen can anymore? Get an amen. I mean, come on. I mean, it's not a very lively crowd in the Senate. They're not That's very... true, but I mean, at least like a little, you know, amen. You know, they, they like a little something. The choir come or something. on. Yeah. Guy's up there talking. Give him something. Uh, Daniel Webster sat there. <laughs> the yeah. dictionary guy? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> so stupid. That was a dumb throwaway. Yeah. Uh, what else was interesting? The Woodrow Wilson picture was interesting. I don't know. I thought there was some yeah. good symbolism. Dr. Evil pictures. in the background. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of great set design. I, I did love that moment where we did get entered into the Senate, that, mm. that shot where we're going through the doorway frame within a frame kind of thing. They that did a great nice. job with the sound, at least. Mm -hmm. They kind of added the background sound. And I will say one moment I noticed on that shot was as he's walking in, um, uh, you know, Mr. Smith, uh, we see the page boy kind of turn back and look to him and it looks like he says something. He mouths something. But we don't hear it. We only hear the background sound of the crowd, the wall of the, mm, of the yeah. Senate. I thought that was cool. It, I don't know if it was on purpose, but the idea of just hearing the perspective of Mr. Smith and just hearing the Senate and nothing else. Very, I mean, you see it all the time now with like, <clears throat> excuse me, with Saving Private Ryan or any emotional scene like that, we have this kind of tunnel vision of sound where you just focus on one thing. And it's as if you're part of the character and you're, there's a traumatic moment or an important moment, it draws you in, I think. So I thought they might've done that by accident or on purpose. Either way, it was a cool moment just hearing the Senate. That's all. Yeah, there was one other weird visual element that I kind of wanted to bring up. Um, when we are in Mr. Smith's office and uh, um, Clarissa is taking notes there, there's a scene where he's kind of like, um, I can't remember where it takes place, but he like has the pipe and he's like pacing back and forth and like dictating notes. And behind him, we see like a, a, either a rifle or a shotgun on the wall. They have a rifle and, or a musket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's no musket, I don't think. But either way, um, I, I don't know. For some reason, like there, to me, there was like this, I, it was like right after he went on his punching rampage. So there was like this whole sort of like, Weird. That was some very violent imagery. I, I don't know if it's violent imagery or like trying to like make sure that you know he's a man's man as interesting. well. Like with the pipe too. The, yeah, the pipe and the I gun thought about the pipe. Like, I thought that was an interesting touch because he didn't smoke at all except for yeah. that one moment in the movie. But maybe that was just kind of I'm thinking pipe. You know, well, I'm brainstorming yeah. pipe. Well, yeah, that was certainly part of it. But I also kind of got the impression that like. I don't know if it's like a studio decision or just like a random note, but like when you're reading this and you hear that, you know, this mountain man that leads all of these kids into the wilderness and then gangly ass Jimmy Stewart shows up, we need to make him look a little bit more manly somehow. It was a studio note. I, it feels like that. It feels like it's something like, how do we make him a little bit more masculine? How do we like- I can definitely see it. Yeah, but maybe I'm just thinking in today's terms of like fucking- uh, uh, Focus grouping everything to death. I think if anything, they definitely had that back then too. Yeah. It just wasn't focus groups. It was just one studio executive saying, hey, I think this, True. do it. Yeah. You know, 
I, I, I definitely think it's possible. They, they, the musket or rifle, I definitely think it was a musket, by the way. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, was definitely prominent. It wasn't just that shot, too. I saw it in a bunch of other shots. Mm. I thought they definitely made it a purpose to show it. It was like above his head in a lot of these shots in the background. So I don't think it was by accident. You're calling, you're calling a, muscle, a musket anything without a rifled barrel. So yeah, I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. Okay. A rifled musket. I always think of a musket as having like the trumpet end. No, 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 no. That's more of a blunderbuss. That's an bus. elephant gun yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. blunderbuss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. I'm glad we had this uh, yeah, gun, gun corner. <laughs> gun corner. Gun <laughs> Sean. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Do we have anything else we want to talk about with the visuals? Uh, who or oh, who won the, the movie? No, the awards. Oh, the awards. Oh, the, the, the Academy awards. Awards. Dun, 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 awards. We need a sound effect dun, dun, for awards. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. This was a big deal. 1939, the Academy Awards, the 12th mm -hmm. Academy Awards. Um, there was a lot of amazing movies that year. I didn't realize that obviously we have The Wizard of Oz. Mm. We have Stagecoach. We have Gone with the Wind, mm. Wuthering Heights. So a lot of big ones. Okay, let's go by some of the ones we can guess on. Let's go right to Best Actor. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will name the nominees. Yeah. We have Clark Gable, Gone with the Wind. Robert Donat, Goodbye Mr. Chips. Lawrence Olivier, Wuthering Heights. Mickey Rooney, Babes in Arms, or James Stewart, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Going Gone with the Wind. I'm Clark going Gable. Gone with the Wind also. Sorry, guys. It is Robert Donat, Goodbye Mr. Chips, Jesus. as Mr. <laughs> Chips. The movie we've what? never heard yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> what is Goodbye Mr. Yeah. Chips? <laughs> goodbye Mr. Well, A British romantic drama movie. film. Yeah. Really? Okay. Interesting. Sure, you gave a wonderful performance. All right, let's see. Best actress. We have Irene Dunn for Love Affair, Betty Davis for Dark Victory, Greta Garbo, Ninochka, Vivian Lee, Gone with the Wind, or Greer Garson, Goodbye, Mr. Chips. Vivian Lee. I'm going goodbye, Mr. Chips. <laughs> <laughs> Fool me once. Uh, it's Vivian Lee, Gone with oh, the Wind. Yes. Nailed it. Scarlett O'Hara gets uh, you again, Sean. I was like, one of them has to. Come it's on, wrong. one of them. The highest grossing film exactly. of all time adjusted for inflation. Okay. Because oh, it was in theaters for 12 years. <laughs> yes, correct. But amazing because it's like 18 hours long. Totally. So yeah. we'll have to watch it soon. That was only two runs. Mm-hmm. I think that's on our list. We'll watch Gone with the Wind. Yeah, I'm sure we, we have, have to. to. We'll have to. It's yeah. going to be unfortunate. Um, <laughs> so It's going to be a fun one. I'll be out Very long podcast. Yeah. Very long podcast. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk yeah. about the Civil War for yeah. 20 minutes. Yep. It'll be fun for me. That, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that like your dream cast? I know. I just, I'm trying to play with the Wait, audience. No, Dreamcast and, is a totally different thing, sir. Yeah, Sega. <laughs> Sega. All right. Uh, best director. We have John Ford, Stagecoach. Sam Wood, Goodbye, Mr. Chips. William <laughs> Wyler, Wuthering Heights. Frank Capra, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Victor Fleming, Gone with the Wind. Ford. John Ford, I'll Stagecoach. Fleming. Victor Fleming is the answer. Gone with the Wind. Wow. Yeah, two for two now. <laughs> well, two, two, for three. Three. two for three. Two for three. I'm just taking the long shot. Two in a row. <laughs> Do I get odds? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Outstanding production. They don't even call it best picture. I like that. Oh, wow. Outstanding yeah, nice. production. Nice. Okay, there's a lot of them this time. Let's go back to that. This is the, the yeah. they did have. They have 10 of them here. It's oh, interesting. Wow. Uh, Stagecoach, Wizard of Oz, Wuthering Heights, Of Mice and Men, Ninochka, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, Gone with the Wind, Dark Victory, Goodbye, Mr. Chips, and Love Affair. <sighs> Ouch. Of what men. a year. Of Mice and Men, you say? Mm -hmm. I love Gary Sinise. 
I don't get this joke. Yeah, he was in a later version, no, okay. not in the 1939 <laughs> version of that, probably. Okay. Unless he's very, a vampire. Could be yeah. a vampire, and it's then he possible. would be okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to go... I'm going to throw it off here a little bit. I'm going to go... Uh, Best picture, 1939. What's your pick? <sighs> I'm between Wizard and, and, and Gone with the Wind. I am almost like I think 98% it's gone positive with the wind, it is not Wizard. It's Gone with the Wind, probably. Sean, what was your pick? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> what was you the funniest say? one? He picked up Mice and Men. <laughs> <Mice and Man. laughs> <laughs> it's Gone with the Wind, you idiots. Yes. <laughs> gone it. with the Wind. Yeah. It wins everything. Jeez, I yeah. can't believe that, like, it, did the Wizard Mr. win Chips anything? <laughs> Mr. Chips won the best actor, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, no, Wizard won, Wizard uh, won, something? won makeup, in, uh, I believe. Wizard uh, did not. Oh, Over the Rainbow, best song, yeah, best yeah. original score. Yeah. Uh, that's about yeah, it. No beats, makeup? Beats this one for score. Really? I don't clearly. think they had makeup back then. Oh, right on. Or it might not be listed on the Maybe Wiki. Yeah, it's not listed exactly. No one cares. Uh, this did went, been, sorry, this won best story. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Best story. Best, best story. story. Is that the same as best screenplay? No, it is not. Because best screenplay thing? went to Gone with the Wind. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not so quite sure what that means. So you got a good story, but you wrote it real bad. Yeah. So yeah. you still get an award. Your treatment was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, it's like adaptation or something. Oh, Maybe, like yeah. we have adapted screenplay versus yeah, uh, regular screenplay. Yeah, so I think best story is like it was adapted from a story. So best, I think that's it. And best mm. screenplay is like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but then there's adapted ones in the best screenplay category oh, there's also too. Adapted. Oh, because Gone with the Wind's in the best screenplay category. Obviously, that's based on a novel. Mm. So interesting. Okay, whatever. That's why they switched it up, I think. All right. Uh, it was a good year, though. That's a crazy year. That, that is a crazy year, man. Lots like of good the, stuff uh, there. It's like the 1994 of its decade. And we definitely have to watch Gone with the Wind and Wizard of Oz at some point. Maybe Stagecoach, too. <sighs> Stagecoach, too? Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Should exactly. we watch the first one first? We should. Probably. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're going to be lost. <laughs> you could just go around punching journalists. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Speaking of punching journalists... Shall we go so, to uh, some reviews yeah. from the IMDb? Let's hear this, this fake news. All right. Do you guys want a scathing review or a, uh, what would be the opposite of scathing? Gleaming? Glorifying. Glorifying Glowing. review? Glowing, Glowing review? There you go. There That's we go. The one. That's the G word we're yeah. looking for. Let's go with uh, scathing first. Scathing. Scathing. Sure. One scathing then coming we'll up. a nice palate cleanser. Uh... I, don't, I guess I don't have the scathing ready. You Give it to son of a nine, bitch. Eight, seven. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody hum to yourself for a second. Scathe and you. here we go. All right. Uh, this podcast sucks. Yes, right. Yeah, I got it. Okay, from T. Pompa. That's T. right. T. Burnham? T. Pompa. T. Pompa. He's pompous. Uh, abysmally bad. Mm. As is the spelling of abysmally. Uh, we don't knock spelling down here. <laughs> That's probably true. We shouldn't. Because actually it may be correct and I may just be an idiot. Uh, yeah. I cannot believe that this movie is considered a, in air quotes, classic. Yeah, that would be regular quotes. Well, but in air quotes, I'm doing the air quotes but if now. You're, I've if converted you're, it to air quotes. If you're quoting the quotes, then but, the quotes are quotes. But we're going by my red version. But they this can't is see radio. your air quotes. So but it's they just also quote. could. Well, okay. So they, the, the man says, quote. Blank thing thing. He unquote. has quotes. Okay, so <laughs> if you go to the IMDb, there's quotes. I'm doing air quotes. Okay, now that we got this, can I make a judgment? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, I actually think Sean is correct on this one. What? What? What you should say is 
quote no. unquote. Quote unquote. Yeah. He did the blah 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 quote unquote blah blah blah. Yeah. No no no. But I should do quote. And then classic unquote. You could do that, that. was what I implied, but yes. he is more correct in your uh, well, broadcast. Think, yeah, so you guys the are kind of close. Classic. Yep. You, you guys are in the same vein, but I think you both have different opinions. What we're here both on saying this. is that you're wrong. Okay. Well, <laughs> what we agree we're saying on you should is not do wrongness. air quotes. Okay, I'm not doing air quotes anymore. <laughs> you no, just no be more there in your wrongness. Okay, I won't tell them that I did air quotes. <laughs> They'll just be lost. The, they're, they're, they're listeners. They don't see this. When we're on video, I'll do air quotes. Just assume that his fingers are in the air making little gestures every time he says yes. quote unquote. Almost, or also every line. I'm just, <laughs> imagine I'm doing it every line. Because actually this whole thing is a quote right. of a review. So the situations are ridiculous to the extreme. Uh, the black hats and white hats are way way over the top mm. and the dewy sentimentality is so saccharine as to give one a sugar hangover okay oh, Stewart's okay. performance three words that mean the same goddamn yeah. thing Stewart's performance has to rank as the worst of his career. I found it completely irrational that simply stating to the press that Senator Smith owned, quote unquote, <laughs> the... I'm pretty the, sure you do the, the quote unquote first. Just let's encourage owned, just the good behavior. Quote, owned, unquote, the property in question would cause such a fervor. He says Fuhrer. Jeez. <laughs> he misspells fervor. He puts Fuhrer. You can write Fuhrer. Maybe he means Fuhrer. No, it's a fervor. There, you can I write Fuhrer. Then that's like, that's like spells it Is like this. Is this wrong? F-U-R-O-R. You can say that. Oh, God. Can What's you, the definition let's, of F-U-R-O-R? Let's get rid of that word. Outbreak of public anger excitement. Yeah. It's okay. Not well, like what is a fervor? It's not like mind Fuhrer. Similar. You could use what both. What is a fervor? They, they are interchangeable. Yeah. Then use fervor, people. Fervor is an intense and passionate feeling. That's fervor. What was furor? An outbreak of public anger or excitement. Okay, yeah, he was actually more right. You're wrong. This do, is the second the time review. I've been wrong on this freaking <laughs> review. I'm going to start... I'm going to stop reading the bad reviews and start going to the good ones. I feel bad now that we're checking him. All right, yeah. The one guy who can read, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, didn't they have real estate records in 1939? Nope. While I love It's a Wonderful <laughs> Life and try to watch it at least once a year, I cannot understand why this dreadful effort is considered one of Capra's best. Don't waste your time or your money. There are far superior movie directed by Capra out there and much, much Better work by Jimmy Stewart. He's probably right. I mean, the it's probably it, it could be Jimmy Stewart's worst performance. The problem is that Jimmy Stewart's worst performance is still better than like ninety percent of other actors. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's clear. Um, now a glowing review. Ooh. Ten out of ten. Visual Wall. Mm -hmm. uh, the best film by the best director. Wow. Yeah, that is so glowing. total opposite. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> Take a big swig of that. Yeah. This guy's wrong, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
The death of a senator results in a party crisis. Mm. Uh, as the powerful members pitch their own candidates, parte. Uh, the head of the party, at the insistence of his children, selects Jefferson Smith, James Stewart, a local scout hero. People against this decision are told that Mr. Smith, with his boyish charm, is a perfect man for the job as he won't ask inconvenient questions. And at the same time, party will get some middle-class support. Partey. Partey, yeah. All hells, <sighs> all hells break loose. All the hells? All hells break loose. <laughs> all hells. Uh, all hells break loose. Okay. Uh, when Mr. Smith turns out to be a Lincolnian. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He's a Lincolnian. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what in the hell? All right. Also, I don't know anyone who uses that term. Yeah, Lincolnian. Yeah, what, what does that imply? You look that up while I'm finished in this garbage. Does I mean, that, I guess people say it, but it's not very common. I feel like today he's it just a, implies that you're not a racist. <laughs> no, no one says it like that. He's he's anti-Lincoln. First of all, Lincoln was a racist. Well, yeah, but he freed the slaves, so he's a hero, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> Mr. Payne who is the other senator from the state and Jeff's ideal since childhood. Yeah, that's right. Ideal since childhood. <laughs> Slams him it's with partially charges. partially your pronunciation, but... Uh, no, it's spelled <laughs> ideal. Anyway, uh, slams him with his charges of corruption to get rid of him. Jeff is heartbroken with the realities of Washington. He decides to take the next train home. But uh -oh. Secretary Saunders, mm. who is already jaded with political surroundings, helps him fight back. Uh, Performance-wise, James Stewart is at his best. He is very convincing as a local hero, a Laconian youth. What is this? Is this a real thing, Laconian? Did you look that up? Yeah, what's not, not really. Mean? I mean, not really. I mean, you can say any and Ian to anything. Well, yeah, <laughs> but is there like any? Is sort there a of... thing that's actually this? Or they, no? no, not really. No, There's not really. a student newspaper called the Lincolnian. Just some random okay. douchebag on the internet. The Lincolnian so Lincoln University. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, yeah, no one cares. A Lincolnian youth and frustrated senator. Uh, Gene Arthur is good. <laughs> Glowing review. Yep. She's yeah. good. Adequate. Uh, she's good. <laughs> Yep. Actors do acting. Uh, she did a little overacting, but it's okay for comic relief. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Claude Rains is very good as Mr. Payne. Edward is, is Arnold good. is too good. Who's Edward Arnold? I have no idea. Uh, Thomas Mitchell is fantastic as Dismore. Uh, the movie is extremely comical. Serious stuff and jokes are happening at the same time. This film, <laughs> is that a good thing? <laughs> this film? If it's done right. He says this film is extremely tight, entertaining, and very well crafted. It was my second Capra film. I watched it. It's very tight. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to watch this film to check out the Senate footage. <laughs> it turned out oh to be God. a huge lesson on u.s senate for me the film actually explains lots of processes i.e gene arthur describes how a bill is passed oath taking ceremony etc yeah that's true, that's true. Yeah. um the first half of the film is establishing and humorous second half of the film is extremely definitive and to the point <laughs> I guess. The last 20 minutes of the film are thrilling. Maybe he watched the shorter version. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the best story dialogues and screenplay I have ever, I have seen ever. What's the story dialogue? 
uh, story dialogues. What's separate. a story dialogue? Oh. You know. Story dialogues and screenplay. Yeah. Uh, it's a flawless film. <laughs> the only other films in the same league are Enund, <laughs> Guide, and Bicycle Thief. All of them are genius works. Advice and Consent uh, has the same backdrop, but has too, has just too many flaws. I don't have a cinemascope brain, but while watching this film, I noticed some scenes which were done in, in a particular way to narrate the story for E.G. in a sentimental scene. Jean Arthur's eyes are in the shadow as tears won't go with her character. I think it's what? a shame that this film lost all its well-deserved Oscars to one of the most underrated and boring film. Underrated? Gone with the film. He just said underrated. He, he meant overrated. Oh, yeah. No, he says overrated. No. Sorry, God, I was Derek. Too, I was too focused was on this last part. I was getting the emotion. Most overrated and boring film. Gone with the film. Hmm. Gone with the film? Yes. Uh, the only reason it got an Oscar for original story was probably because there was no competition. What? That doesn't... There was definitely competition. Has, has this guy not seen Wizard of Oz, as we have just stated? Mm. Uh, it's also, a shit story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Original story. Wait, what is it? It wasn't original up for story? original story. It wasn't? Yeah. No. But, Actually, there really wasn't much competition for it. Well, Wizard of Oz wasn't what original. Was, what was the competition for it? Bachelor Mother, Love Affair, Ninochka, Young Mr. Lincoln. Well, wasn't, but wasn't Wizard of Oz like a book? It was already yeah. a book. But it was up for best screenplay. It wasn't up for best original so story. So what the yeah. hell is a story thing? What's the difference? Well, I don't original get story is definitely something that wasn't a book first. So. Right. But this also was something else this first. Doesn't make was sense. it? Yeah. Mr. Smith was a thing? Yes. It was mm. a thing first. Oh, yeah. That's right. You said it was, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mr. So, someone from the thing. Yeah. So somehow they, they, they probably paid somebody off. <laughs> They pro- probably they they did the right thing here this time, you know. Well, the Oscars have always been a sham. Yeah, um, we're almost done. Let me let me finish this <laughs> oh, off here. Wait, still going? <laughs> almost done. Last three sentences. The only reason it well, I got that part. Uh, I'm sure this movie was sidelined for obvious reasons. Uh, it came out in the middle of the World War, and America bashing was the last thing Americans wanted. It's not how time works. That's also not what this was doing. This wasn't no. bashing America. No, it's not. Yep. All right. So uh, while I don't think I don't think the one star guy is right, I don't think the ten star guy is right. No, but the black hats and the white hats are too extreme, as he said. Yes. One of them did say that. Well, it is black I mean, it and is white. A little cartoonish, but for sure. No, I agree. I I think just like that guy said, those two reviews were a little bit in the extremes. Yeah. It's yeah. somewhere in the middle. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Listen yeah. to everyone, somewhere in the middle is the truth. Should we get right to our personal reviews? We got anything else? I don't Any other corrections you guys else. want to say? Anything you, uh, um, you want to add? Nothing in particular. I mean, I just had one uh, other little thing about here. About the fact that uh, the main character is compared to Don Quixote. Oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of that. By two different characters in it who I don't think ever actually communicate this this concept. Right. So, so it's very much a thing that they're trying to, I guess, get across. Uh, the one guy says, uh, he says, you're fi- out there like uh, this not windmills talking about windmills yeah. which is a don quixote reference mm-hmm. he also specifically says don quixote to yeah. him she does she too does. clarissa does yeah so uh what do you guys think about that comparison do you think it's a fit comparison to compare him to don quixote well Yay they're just nay. trying to say he's an idiot fighting a, a useless fight 
He's fighting a useless fight. He's kind of like not a realist. Yeah. He's kind of he's put a, away reality. A, and Well, in the beginning, he does seem like that. He's like a stupid puppy in the car. Yeah. Just every time he passes a building, oh, it's a fucking squirrel. So you, you can see him up in the clouds, not with it. He's not socially right. aware. So you can see that, but- it's not quite the same. I think Don Quixote is also supposed to be crazy. I, I haven't read the book. Well, he goes, he's supposed to kind of have kind of gone crazy, but, yeah. but I mean, at least he starts. The, he's the, a hero in his own mind. He's a hero in his own mind. And then two, there's the sense of like, I don't think it's exactly apt because this guy's not going to know anything about Senate. He's not going to know anything about politics because he didn't follow those things. He doesn't care about those things. Whereas I think with Don Quixote, like the dude was a noble before the occurrence that happens in the story, you know? So he's of the world. It's kind of of the opposite of Don Quixote actually. It's like he, you know, the windmill is a useless enemy, but Mr. Smith is fighting like the biggest of actual real enemies. Yes, And like, you know, he is, maybe disillusioned about his ability to take down that enemy, but in the opposite way that Don Quixote is delusioned in taking down the windmill. The the windmill is an actual bad guy. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Story. Yeah. It seems exactly the opposite of the Don Quixote. I mean, I've never read Don Quixote, so maybe there's something deeper in there, but I only know like the surface level pop culture version of what Don Quixote means. But from my understanding, it does not seem apt. Yeah. 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 I wish I knew more about it. Um, I'm, I'm quickly <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia right now. And that's not quite enough. I've, I don't, been, that's uh, not doing I've, justice. I've been to that, uh, that area that he goes through in, in Spain. It's gorgeous there. Mm. Uh, and they have like, of course, like, you know, you can, you can follow the Don Quixote path or whatever, if you want to mm-hmm. and check out, but it's just, just beautiful. I think a movie's coming out with T- Terry Gilliam was doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the one he's been for working on forever, but it's yeah. finally happening. Yeah. The I, Lost Man of La Mancha, too. It's like a doc about that, right? I the, think it's just Man of La Mancha. Well, but I think there's one, isn't it one? There's like a, because there's a oh, documentary the doc about it, about and, it yeah, yeah. right? That's, um, yeah. Coming out this month. Oh, right oh wow. Nice. Okay. Nice plug for him there. <laughs> nice well, plug whatever. for Mr. Smith goes give, to Washington. Give Terry Gilliam some money. Yeah. He, he needs people it, right? should really yeah. like, uh, you know, you don't think so? Oh no. I was just, I, I have the, Oh, you don't want to give him any money? So I ah. won't oh, end yeah. up actually giving him any no, money. No, but I mean, that, that still counts towards sure counts, something. Yeah. Cause I don't know how any of those numbers are either. generated and whatnot. They still have to pay. Like, I feel like they still have to pay the studio. Movie Pass did. Kinds of things, I'm not right? sure if AMC does with their deal. Um, because huh. you know, part of AMC is they're distributing and whatnot. So right. they might just, you know, might have, have arranged something. Yeah. I, I don't know if they count. Like that's where like the whole, like, box office uh, um, uh, totals never made sense to me. I always yeah. thought they should do it more in tickets sold rather than, you know, how much money it made. Seems yeah. like a unfair comparison. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, so I'm sorry, Tim isn't here for this, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently Frank Capra Jr., the producer, remade the film as part of the Billy Jack series called Billy Jack Goes to Washington. Holy shit. There's a Billy Jack goes to Washington, wow. guys. I I think he knows that. He I think must he knows know of he Billy Jack know. goes to Washington. Of course he knows but... it. I'm just saying we have to mention, otherwise he'd be very upset. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, I'm going to watch that soon. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I'd like to uh, bring up is I believe Jimmy Stewart invented infomercial acting. 
uh, if I can call your attention to the scene where he is on the phone with a uh, Miss Samantha, is it? What's her name? Susan. Uh, Susan. Susan. Miss Susan. Susan. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in his office and he's on the phone with Susan and he's like fumbling his head around and fumbling the phone around and dropping everything. And oh, I see. Yeah. It just seems yeah, like every right. time yeah. they open a closet on an infomercial, all of that shit just falls on them. Are you it's a like, man who's trying to cook at home exactly. and you can't find your way around the kitchen? Yeah. Well, we got the product for you. Yeah. It's a wife. Do you guys think this? <laughs> Do you guys do you guys think that this movie could be like made today? Like something like this? Do you think that that would be something that could happen or is it just No, the ladies so that out of greet him in the train station wearing the fur coats would absolutely not be allowed in cinema today. <laughs> Aside I, from that, I actually is there do. A world where you I do, do, Derek. I think this. You could, think, yeah, yeah. yeah, I could a version of this. Honestly, I don't think anything has changed. I think you could make almost this exact same movie and put mm -hmm. it in today's times, and it would fucking hold it just as true. If, if I was to remake it, I would make it dark as fuck and like show you all the goddamn. If anything, crimes. it's it's more, dies at the end. Exactly, it's more yeah. apt today. Yeah. you know, in the nineteen thirty nine, it, it, it really wasn't about the corruption of the Senate. It was more about holy shit, the world's falling apart. Oh my god, look what's going on abroad mm. now it really is oh my god look how the, the, our institutions are falling apart so mm. i don't know yeah. I, I think today it's more relevant definitely yeah, yeah. i mean I, like every element of it is still there i mean we still have the corruption we don't really have um uh political machines i mean other than hrc in the way that like what it's nothing to do with her. It's we don't have political machines. Of course we do. Uh, we, I, we have political parties. Well, yeah, we have political parties. But I, I don't know. I just like growing up in Chicago and hearing the stories about the old school machine. It, like we do. We just don't know their names. As it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We just know that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the call in New York? The something hall. God. Oh, Tammany Hall. Tammany Hall. Like we yeah, knew about yeah. Tammany and all those guys. Like true, true. Just, we don't know them anymore. Yeah. I think they're yeah. just behind the scenes because they know that they're evil dudes. Exactly. Like the guy we I, we know Jim Taylor. Like Jim Taylor in this movie is an amalgamation of thirty bad dudes. Yeah. You know, from lobbyists to corporate. You know, the Koch yeah. brothers. All these people. It's an amalgamation. So we just putting one face on it. But nowadays, you're right. I think it's just so many different bad people in a big conglomeration of shitty. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the opening up to lobbyists of all sorts and it's, it is like, this is a very oversimplification of the way all these things work. Yeah. You know, today you don't have one James Taylor, you have 20 that you're beholden. Sure. To, I agree. But it is all mm -hmm. essentially the same deal. And I do strongly believe that they have just as much control over today's media as they uh, show us in this Movies. That was interesting. The way Jim Taylor could, you know, say, "Hey, let's bury him in a press." Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that moment. Brilliant. I mean, we talked about it, but we didn't really dive in the idea that he didn't have control. Yeah, that was true. And yeah, again, it's not Rupert Murdoch is Jim Taylor. It's Rupert Murdoch in concentration with this guy. You know, it's so nowadays it's not quite again one. Well, person, I mean, but. the fact that I think it's worse today. We have. Right now, we literally have like six media companies that control everything. Back then, well, I, everything was a little bit more democratized. No, no, I think it was less. I think it was only two or three media companies back then. Uh, I, 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 I could be wrong, but I think that the, well, obviously the newspapers, the Hearst had, you know, so many. And then, yeah, yeah, there were, but I feel like there was a little bit more independence from uh, locality to locality. So I, you know, even That's though you were true. part of the Hearst network, you weren't necessarily completely beholden to what was going on I don't know. unless you were, 
I mean, yeah, I could be wrong, yeah, but yeah. Exactly. Either I, way, we're in the same place. It's just still fucked. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's the point is that we haven't really improved too much, especially over a hundred years. Yeah, it's just gotten more difficult, more complex. Agreed, agreed. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a relevant movie. I think mm. we someone should remake it for sure. A relevant yeah. movie. Do you think? Uh, so I tried to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I think my my All Philadelphia right. accent didn't help. So you're able to buy one ticket. Okay, one ticket for yourself. The moon. Okay. He wants to go to Mars, I thought. You want yeah. to go to the moon? Mars or bust. So you go to the moon. You're not watching any of these movies. This is a cheaper ticket. Okay, yeah, sure. So I'm I'll play got, your game. We got, yeah, this is a good game here. We got a remake. <laughs> good game, good game, we got remakes game. coming out. Mm. All right. We got three remakes coming out on the same weekend. Okay. And you can, uh, but only for one night. You know, oh, only okay. one showing. This is hypothetical. This is hypothetical. You got one okay. ticket. You got one ticket. What are the movies? To one showing. Let's hear them. All right. You got one. Mr. Smith shot. goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Starring Vin Diesel. Uh, I wh- whoever we decided earlier. <laughs> Tom I Hanks, forgot for Tom the sake of forgot yeah. who we landed on. Yeah. Just say Tom Hanks. Uh, and the second one is uh none other than Harvey. Mm. The third one is A Man Escaped. Which remake? Are you so going it's not to even see? a question. What are you talking about? Which remake are you going to see? A Man Escaped. Yeah, man. Still A Man Escaped? Of course. Okay. I mean, not, then Mr. Smith and then Harvey. Although okay. there's a version of Harvey nowadays that could be cool if they actually right. did it right. Yeah. They could make Harvey really interesting. There, I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's one of those things where like uh, you give the same script to a hundred directors and they're all going to have different movies. Like right. it is a really tough decision to make in a vacuum like that because it could go each one of those could movies go either way, co- yeah. could go so many different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see that movie voices? No, I recommend that movie to all of you. It's like a modern day Harvey, but much, <laughs> much darker, mm. <laughs> much darker, darker than Donnie Darko. Oh yeah. Wow. It's good though. Check it out. Voices. Mm. Voices. Anyways, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, yeah, but I do think Man Escaped, pff, it fixed Man Escaped's ending and Man Escaped still holds up today. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, give it a couple more minutes in the ending. Just, yeah, it's, it's fine. So my, I have a few schools of thought on this. Like, first off, are we, as far as making a remake, are we trying to do better or are we trying to recapture because like Manscape works. If we yeah. want, if we're trying to make something better, like I'd like to see a better version of Mr. Smith. Right. Like, it, there's like yeah. good elements here, and I think it could yeah. be like really cool in today's world. That's true. So, and like, I think it's our uh, it's our 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 centralist point of view, like here, because like we probably would just think of like, oh, let's just make a a Americanized English version of yeah, a man escape. Exactly. We're not even thinking about making it better. Right. You know, because I mean that. Because it's already really yeah, good. It's already really good. But well, then. Yeah, it's like, why are we re- remaking a good right, movie exactly. anyway? And then yeah. you get the shot for shot remake of Psycho, which is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. But remaking a shitty movie like Harvey, that yeah, might be a good idea. Good, could be a good idea. A yeah. shitty movie I'm sorry, like that's a exempt. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said <laughs> shitty. I do that. I guess I exaggerate a little bit for effect. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's, I, I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's What did not I give it? A great. five out of ten? What, what, yeah, what did we get? We got to revisit. I, I, we I got to start like, writing. It's not shitty. I'm it's just. And start writing down my ratings here. Remember, there was a good 20 minutes of him basically molesting that woman. It was really awkward. Yeah. Actually, assaulting her. 
Check out our Harvey episode, yeah. guys. If yeah, you haven't check, heard it, check out the most boring years years of that is Germany Year Zero. No, it wasn't. But, <laughs> yeah. but that was oh, a real. That should have been another one. A remake pile. of that. Oh, remake of that. No thanks. If I add that to the weekend, it doesn't no, get bumped to the thanks. top. Can okay. we cut out right. the pedo shit? Uh, yeah, you're remaking it. It's you know, a just watch Wally. Wally's better. Yeah, yeah. Well, better version of Wally's great. Yeah, Wally's fantastic. It's it's a robot instead of. Yeah. Carl Heinz. Carl Heinz. Nine. Carl Heinz. All right. Sweet Carl Heinz. Right. So how do you guys rate this thing? All right. I'll go first. Yeah, yeah you go first. Um, <laughs> I will give this a 6.5 out of 10. Wow. Um, I did. It's really good for the historical significance. It's really good for just a basic understanding of a very basic understanding mm. of American democracy and how the Senate works. Um, overall, it's jingoistic and makes me feel uncomfortable at moments. Um, and there's a lot of just the characters are just over the top and just too much cartoonish, too cartoonish for their own good, I think. Yeah. Um, but it does have a lot of good moments. It does have some great lines. Uh, Jimmy Stewart's still great, even though, yeah, I agree with that crazy reviewer. It's not his best. Um, so yeah, six and a half out of 10. I think it's 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 something you should watch nowadays. Uh, it's not prime time viewing. You don't have to set aside a weekend for it, but yeah. if you got free time, yeah, put it on. You can maybe skip through some of the, the middle of it, but uh, yeah, you should watch this. Yeah, I'd go like uh, three out of five stars. Um, I think it's like, it's a good schoolhouse rock. So it's, you know, a good primer on like, you know, just our representative system. I, um, I think it's kind of one of those things that like every American should watch movies like this, at least, you know, in your social studies class or something at the very least, but it is something, you know educational and slightly entertaining, just entertaining enough to be worth everyone watching. So three stars out of five seems adequate. Okay. I'm going very much the middle. I'm going six out of 12. Yeah, exactly. Where I'm um, yeah. So I think, uh, I think there's, there is some good stuff in it. There's some good moments. I think that realistically um, it's too long yeah. for what it is. Uh, and then the pacing is all over the place. Mm -hmm. uh, the acting is all over the place, and a lot, you know, uh, other than Jimmy Stewart, who's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I yeah, and I I think that like the the moments that are there, you can just probably like look those up on YouTube or <laughs> skim through and find them. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah, and it it you know it's still regard it's still regarded as a classic, of course, because it came out at the time it did, and it's got hooves in it, and it's competing with all these other films and uh, stuff. And I get that, um, but I I don't. I, and I think that it's some of the stuff still holds up today, but ultimately I think uh, you can kind of skip it and just read the Wikipedia, <laughs> essentially, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glowing review there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I right. mean, you know, nothing like burning a classic film of American <laughs> cinema <laughs> publicly. Damn. 
Yeah. Uh, so I did see an interesting thing, which I don't. So I want to see if you guys agree with this. This is just a. Uh, I I was like, okay, let me look up a middling review since we're kind of giving it middling uh, reviews ourselves. Uh, somebody put uh, see the heart and soul of the Republican Party, and talking about. Hmm? The, uh, yeah, so the review goes on to state that uh, Mr. Smith is much more representative of the people and ideals of the Democratic Party. So this person, like, even though the parties are not named, yeah. there's also, only majority really minority. Because and it doesn't, Payne is the same yeah. party. Payne is the same party. Yeah. So it's like a totally like confused review. Well, yeah. Smith is partyless. I mean, Smith yeah, is just a random so douchebag that they grabbed. Yeah, to... I like that. I like that they didn't name the party. Yeah. yeah. And, and they did just do minority and majority parties. Yeah, yeah. They didn't state which was which. They really could have worked so either think, way. Yeah. yeah. They could have. I think they, there would. wasn't anything specific about Republican or Democrat, because, which I thought was nice. No, because the thing that they were fighting over wasn't anything that was specifically party-oriented. It was something that could have fallen under... Uh, any party at Corruption, any time, yeah. Essentially, yep. could be under yeah. either, and probably are under both. If I had, yeah. if, if I did extent. have to take a guess, though, I will say I do. I would oh, guess I Democrat. No, I would no, guess. Wow. I would guess That's both were Democrats uh, because at the time yeah. the rural states seemed to be more Southern Democrat. Remember, this is wait, this is 1939, before yeah. you know this party's kind of switched in the civil rights era. So um, I do think it was probably Democrats. Plus, I think they were in power. You know, that was the um, the majority party for FDR in, in that in that time period. So, no idea. You know oh, better than us. Oh, also, the vice president was smiling at mm -hmm. him. So, the vice president was Democrat at the time. Harry do Truman. we know that? What I mean, mean, like in the world of this movie, do we? No, know I don't that know. That I mean, the world of this meant? movie is the world yeah, of this movie. But yeah. I'm just guessing. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. That is again, this is just a guess. Yeah, well, yeah. Whoever's in power in "It's a Wonderful Life" is probably in power here. <laughs> yeah, they probably connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good job, guys. I think we're done. Kind of. Thanks for listening. Check out other shows on podcast.com. Yeah, all Sorry, the wonderful ahead. shows. No, that's fine. No. Can... What are some of those wonderful shows, Sean? Oh, I always forget. I got to look at the wall. We got the politicking. <laughs> we got the going down on South Park. We got the uh, literally literary, the text before calling, uh, none of which are actually real shows anymore, except for maybe text before calling if I remember to post it. Um, but it's yeah. like a backlog. You could listen to some. Yeah. yeah. Can, uh, continue listening to things and check things out. And uh, find us on the Twitters and the tweets. And uh, you can check us out at cinema break on, at twitters or at cinema break on twitters uh that is going to be uh my movie reviews mostly um mostly, yeah. someone else will yeah he's uh, hijacked it, so. but okay i do you guys have the password you just don't do anything with it i mean uh, i mean there like was the one particular <laughs> one on there where i was like i doubt i would give this film such a glowing review but I haven't seen it yet, but uh, it's the one with the new one when Liam Neeson, you get oh, like yeah, a yeah. four stars yeah. or something. It's surprisingly good. What What is the name of uh, it? I forgot the, which uh, one Cold it is. Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, I, I, I did actually mention it. Well, if you look at any of those reviews, it all goes back to a specific name, which is me. So you can always, you know, differentiate if other people are posting those things. Um, but essentially the uh, Cold Pursuit was, I believe, marketed poorly. Uh, <laughs> you <it> think? Is, <laughs> 
Well, obviously. Well, I mean, he, did, he didn't do a very was, good yeah. job. He, I mean, his whole interview thing, that was I wanted to go around and beat up a black guy. Uh, wasn't yeah. a good marketing technique. No, that was probably a poor choice on his. Jesus. But, uh, even like, what I'm talking about by marketing is the actual marketing, the, the previews that were made. Uh, the previews did not give it any of the comedic feel that it actually had. And it's like a weirdly surprising comedic movie. Like, it mm. feels like the normal taken or like serious fucking shit and like Liam Neeson is totally straight the whole time but like funny shit starts happening around him and it it's got like a Fargo-esque sort of feel to mm. it where mm. like things are just like you're not sure if you're supposed to laugh most of the time so you know that's interesting yeah, yeah. I definitely recommend checking it out I might have been a little uh, overzealous with four stars <laughs> right but yeah. I think I was just so surprised and delighted at the yeah. time it's, that, it's that good to have that too a movie that surprises you you know yeah. that you don't expect that you don't you you're pleasantly surprised that's yeah. good for sure yeah uh, but yeah you can find all those wonderful reviews at the Twitters at celluloid or at celluloid break uh, you can find Joseph Bonnier at the Twitters at J-O-E-B-O-N-I-E-R and Mr. Derek Laporte is does he tweet? Yeah, sometimes I think I tweeted one <laughs> today. Does he tweet? <laughs> I forget what I tweeted today. I tweeted something. Mm. What's I your handle? At Derek Laporte. Oh, I got my yeah. I got my name. Yeah, yeah, that was the first thing I did when I when I was given a name. I went before Twitter existed and got it. Yep. Did you so, get verified? Uh, I I'm not verified. Yeah, so we don't know. You're how do we you. how do we get verified? Uh, you got to be like important. Oh, you do? Yeah. I heard there's ways. I heard there's ways. Yeah, if you're important. Nah, there's other ways I heard. Money. Now you uh, have to you have like to buy rowing equipment, take a picture exactly. of yourself with yep. the rowing equipment, <laughs> and send it to USC. Then the coach recruits you, yes. and then you get to do it. Yes. But by the time this comes out, this is going to be way old news. But oh come on, it's still oh, going to be funny. Yeah. It's yeah. still going to be funny. It will last a couple weeks. Yeah. God, how the news this cycle is the does not last. Scandal that never ends. It'll yeah. be on forever and ever. Yeah. Oh. Too bad, too bad, too bad. Lori Laughlin didn't go out and start punching like random people like in this movie, huh? Uh, how no, rude! <laughs> okay, it's the it. wrong character. It's <laughs> all right. Have mercy would have been better. Mm. Yeah, it's still the wrong. Cl- closer. That's what uh, he says when he sees her. Rebecca didn't have a catchphrase. Though. She didn't. No, she was on Good Morning uh, San Francisco. Yeah, she she was just supposed to stand there and look pretty. 